Hello everyone and welcome to Feudal Gripes, a podcast that's always both feudal and full of gripes. We like to think we live up to the name. Of course, we can't live up to any name if uh, we don't exist. my mouse and keyboard don't work, which would be highly problematic. So, how's it going? Oh, just uh, ruminating on recent events of uh, industries that have problems that could have been solved by government regulation in the first place. Well, whatever industries could you be talking about? Some of which, uh, well, just in general, but I mean, one of which, you know, what I'm about to do right now. (sighs) Vaping. Oh, yes. Dangerous, dangerous vaping kills so many people you know unlike cigarettes which kill nobody mm, absolutely not hundreds of thousands of people a year is it hundreds of thousands i can, i don't know the exact statistics uh like 450,000 okay. i believe yeah. i don't want to um, i don't want to overstate you know they've gotten so much bad pl- pl- un- unearned bad publicity yeah it's really really unfair you know compared to these dangerous vapes that have supposedly killed a grand total of 13 people ever mm, most of which been uh, bought by third party people buying from china or making their own shit using vitamin all e oil in a short time frame all recently yeah. never before in history it turns out kids you can overdose on on literally anything everything yes. is certain including Water. including vitamins i.e you make a vape juice out of fucking vitamin e you're inhaling vitamins you're 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 consuming a vitamin in one of the most efficient manners possible Mm -hmm. through your lungs yep and uh it also leaves behind uh they're using vitamin e oil in some of these yeah and it leaves behind fatty deposits in your lungs which Mm -hmm. can cause pneumonia and all sorts of other infections so really um definitely something that you should be inhaling it's definitely good that we didn't regulate this industry from the get-go and just you know let it fester and it's definitely good that uh cannabis remains illegal in in most states for uh, personal consumption recreationally which, which, uh, which totally, is where a lot of the cases are coming from. Yeah, totally makes these illegal cartridges and uh, other such shenanigans uh, profitable because people so, have incentives so, so, to go on the black market. So, sounds uh, sounds a lot like uh, prohibition and moonshine, except maybe the maybe this time uh, the government isn't purposely poisoning vapes like they were uh, poisoning moonshine and perp- knowingly sending it to people. You know what was one of the biggest states for moonshine? Wasn't it Kentucky? It's, a uh, well, Kentucky or, or was, West too. Virginia. Yep. West Virginia, perhaps, yep. you know? It's a good segue. Yeah, because we kind of <laughs> thought that we might talk about a very, very interesting gentleman today, and that is none other than West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. Oh, <laughs> The most oh, ironic last man. name. <laughs> oh, what a handsome man. You can't, you can't do a face like that justice, you know what I mean? Like, just... Oh my God! Oh boy, it's he, like a, he's an exemplar of all humanity has to offer. He looks like he looks like a, a like a Duke's a Hazard bad guy, or like some call yeah. like some like facial meshing of like Donald Trump and and uh, George Jones. Like, <laughs> oh my God! It, it, there's definitely um, a unique regional look going on with this guy. That's that's how I'll put it. You can tell from first glance this man is Appalachian, and he definitely represents the state of West Virginia. Mm, I will give him credit, though. He is one one smart, backstabbing motherfucker. I'll give him that. He's definitely uh, gotten pretty creative. Granted, he was born into privilege and wealth and had a lot of things helping him. So there's that. And we'll get into that later. Yes, Jim Justice is very much your uh, cultural capital abuser who likes to pretend to be a man of the people type when in fact he is a prototypical rich bitch. Mm-hmm. And politician, because he switched parties. He was, yes. d- to be fair, he was a West Virginia Democrat, which is 
like even more Republican than Obama and Democrat. Well, I mean, or the, the, no, no, than a republic than a typical Republican, even maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he he was a Republican before for most of his career, actually for most of his life, and uh, then became a Democrat. I imagine to avoid the Republican primary. Yeah. Yeah, very likely. And then uh, switched parties immediately after being elected. Yeah, well, in the in the the party the party um, he, he was in a disadvantage because they didn't like him, much like how Trump came to power. I think you know, the originally the party didn't like him; they wanted, didn't want him in office, and then they grew very fond of him once he got into office. Once they saw what he had to offer them in the way of uh, legalized bribery, basically, mm-hmm. and deregulation. Which is what we're, which is, the, you know, the theme of the episode, it seems. Yep. So, you know, let's go to the ultimate source of all human knowledge, which is, of course, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, the Wikipedia logo is missing. I, I don't know why my shenanigans to do the green screen effect on Wikipedia have erased their logo, but let it be known, we've given credit where credit is due. So... Let's see if we can't uh, make this a little bit larger for us. Now, I can't actually speak to some of the information because I like I I originally proposed doing this episode probably like a month ago or so, but you know things happen. We were doing other things with the podcast and whatnot. So I, I but I did do a little bit of research on my own. I read a I read a ProPublica article and also part of uh, a. Uh, local West uh, West Virginia papers uh, article too that they did on them, which was much more uh, comprehensive than the ProPublica one. But to be fair, ProPublica you know isn't based in West Virginia, and also they partnered with this local paper to do a piece on Jim Justice. And I originally learned about him from ProPublica, which is one of which, by the way, is a great source of independent media and deserves all the support they can get. So if you guys like. You know, if you're listening to this, please, you know, just read their shit. It's good shit. Here we go. Now I believe uh, but uh, we can finally see clearly now. Yeah. The rain is gone. His, his, dad was, uh, his dad was originally in agriculture, I think, and was very wealthy, but not, but not a billionaire, which Jim Justice, you know, eventually would become. But the big thing that, like, really caught the attention of... Uh, of main, not even mainstream media, because of course they left him alone. But media in general was his uh, buying of this, like hotel, in West Virginia. And uh, the hotel was like going under. It was like this. Supposedly, it was like a historical, like landmark type thing, and it was going under because no one was staying at the it. Greenbrier is what yeah, it's the Greenbrier is. Yeah, the Greenbrier. Yeah, and he bought it. To, and used like his own money and all and taxpayer money eventually to keep it afloat, but the the story behind why he yeah the story behind why he bought it is is hilarious in general because he bought it like I guess his dad you know being the wealthy asshole that he was used to take him there to its golf courses and shit when he was younger and it reminded him if this will tell you how old this fucker is it reminded him of the wizard of oz oh my in god the, in the in the oz's castle and shit so he's got like this childhood sentimental like attachments weird like fetish for the place how bougie of him to to like the the meaning of his life is to bring forth this fucking childhood cartoon fantasy yes with tag within holding it afloat and enriching himself using his governmental powers like fuck making the world a better place when you can have your own fucking uh what, what movie did you say specifically it was the again? wizard of oz the wizard of oz and, yeah i couldn't remember if you said wizard of oz or willy wonka because both are just equally fucking insultingly outlandish yeah, no, it was the, the Wizard West of Virginia Oz. Governor it, it reminded him with. of, I think it reminded him of, like, the Wizard's Castle or some shit. I think, something like that. I don't, I can't remember exactly. I mean, I literally just rode a, a Greyhound bus through Wheeling, West Virginia, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And there are literally burnt out fucking buildings everywhere in that town. Like, buildings that have apparently either been uh, burnt to the ground by arson. Well, not entirely to the ground, I should say, but half to the ground by arson, 
or by, I don't know, an exploding meth lab or something. Mm -hmm. Um, My apologies to the people of West Virginia for the rampant stereotyping, but my uh, point is there are desperate needs for improvements in material conditions in this state, and this motherfucker is worried about his shitty fucking hotel with its fancy mm, fucking his name. childhood fantasy alive. Yeah. And the worst part is, I bet a lot of the viewer, er, viewers, a lot of the voters, love that whimsy and, like, uh, oh, yeah, aspiration it, 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 or whatever. It, yeah, if they if they know about it, 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 it probably humanizes him in, in their eyes. Yeah, because a lot of us, you know, were uh, inculcated with similar you know, delusional fantasies of someday being rich enough to stick it to all the people just like us. Mm-hmm. So, and the the, the ironic part is he ran on um, the platform that he wasn't going specifically because he's being, he was, there, obviously there were a lot of people that were suspicious that he was going to use his, uh, you know, the office uh, office of the West Virginia governor to enrich himself even more so, so he specifically ran on the on the promise that he would not do that, and then that the I think that very night when he won the election, he held like the post election party at Greenbrier Manor and invited all these staff, all mm-hmm. those people, those people paying, giving giving the 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 business his business taxpayer dollars. I wonder if the emoluments clause applies to state governors or if the West Virginia state constitution has an emoluments clause because uh, if either of those things is the case... uh, Yeah, he's. I I believe he's under investigation right now, too, like, because of all this. It's such... It's just so fucking naked is the thing. It's it's insultingly upfront. I oh, mean, in a way, it's it, almost refreshingly it upfront. Does it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface either? I'm actually like remembering now. He, I think he ended up uh, like buying out several, like getting a hold of or buying out several other like places and enriching them with a. The power of the government, like something to do. I think there was something. I remember reading something about the police department. And he ended up like getting control over and just basically slowly becoming like a corporate dictator of West Virginia. I mean, the people of West Virginia historically are kind of used to being ruled that way too. Because yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if there's the, the any... whole state was basically enslaved by. Coal mine yeah. companies. Yeah, if there's any state used to being enslaved, it's fucking West Virginia, yeah. Yeah, like, if, if there ever was white slavery in the U.S., then uh, then that was where it was. Yeah, that I... That was I, what it was. I, I don't believe any other state in, the, in, in our great, great union has ever been exposed to more uh, injustice or environmental toxins and just overall just fucking unfair treatment than uh than west virginia god that is a face <laughs> that's that is it looks like it jesus it looks like odo from fucking deep space nine like trying to <laughs> this is uh, i'm not quite used to imitating it's, human faces it's like someone uh, took a match to mike pence and he melted a little bit yeah yeah that's that that's a good one actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sugar water. So let's let's look at some specifics on this motherfucker. So yeah. it says here, like you said, he had a family agriculture business or whatever. Yeah, his dad was an agriculture. He ended up selling actually. Ended up selling. I think he ended up selling all of his dad's land yeah, to get into get. like coal and I think oil or natural gas maybe. Now here's what I don't understand though. It says here justice. Founded Bluestone Farms in 1977, but then after the death of his father in 1993, he inherited ownership of Bluestone Industries. And oh, okay, I, I misunderstood. So he's a junior, right? He's he? he, using his. Uh, I think so. Let's look up here. The second. Yeah. Uh, very nice and pretentious. Junior is too good. Um, or Junior's not good enough is what I mean to say. It has to be a Roman numeral to really, you know, get fancy on us. Um, so, yeah, what I'm inferring from this is that he founded these farms with the same name as, like, his dad's fucking coal company and, and shit that he already owned. And the thing is, everything I look up about this guy, 
Like, if you Google his name, it's all stuff from his official sources. It's all, like, pro-Jim yep. he, Justice he's stuff. He's very, like I said, very dictator-like. Very, using government power to Amazing at fucking record. manipulating the fucking yeah. media perception of him. Oh, when you're worth $1.6 Yeah, but even other billionaires, like Tom Steyer gets more negative press coverage than this guy does. True, true. But they pro it's probably one of those they underestimate him, like just because he's from West Virginia. And it's sort and of an looks, obscure, and he looks smaller like a, state, you know. Yeah. But they don't real what they don't realize is this uh, like a guy like this could be could like could very well be running for president one day on the Republican ticket. They could see what he's done. Well, you mean in like in the far future year of twenty sixteen? Yeah. Because this guy is kind of like a. Smarter, less Alzheimer's-ridden mini Trump. Oh yeah, he, the best I, in my it. opinion, he's he's more dangerous. He's smarter than Trump is, and he's less yeah, like you said, less uh, less all less Alzheimer's or less senile. So let's see here. Oh look, sold some of his coal business to the Russians, and bought it back. You know, good for him. And even reopened some of them after they closed. Isn't that special? Yeah. The 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 most hilarious thing is like that the main focus point, which is the Greenbrier Mansion, the hotel, whatever, is uh, like the place is is still even with his him propping it up, isn't that successful? Like the only reason it's even existing is because he insists on holding state you know state affairs state events at this God, place even this wikipedia he's, article he's got like an iv of of taxpayer money just dripping into this fucking hotel the history on this wikipedia article might be worth investigating because look at look at how it's written like look at the uh when justice first took control he immediately brought back all 650 laid off employees added vacation and health benefits to their contracts, and offered a 10% raise if the hotel regained its fifth star. And hmm. yet, nothing mentioned there about using state funds to fucking uh, host parties at it or anything like that. It's all... Everything is positive. Creepily positive. Yeah, well, it's probably because the information on here is technically right, but it's just omitting the negative information. Or it, under the pretense of neutrality, as is so often the case in liberal media, yeah. they uh, are whitewashing over the truth. Because let's if, you, see. if you put it let's, in plain terms, it'll into, come across as anti-Jim Justice. Yeah, you're, you're being mean to him. Stop it, guys. But uh, no, let's look into Governor of West Virginia section right here. Alright, so we'll scroll down and take a looky. Colorful metaphors. Isn't that a nice way of putting it? Uh, scooch, uh, scooch over to the side a little bit there. This way or this way? Well, you can see. Let's do it so we can read. Well, <laughs> there's really got to get all the way to the Wikipedia text. God damn it! There's really no way. So I'm not, I'm not bothering to edit this scene and. OBS. Fuck that. Anyway, to improve, blah blah blah. So you can see. Let's see. There we go. His governorship, right there. So for the next episode, I might change the uh, text color because it kind of blends in with our logo a little bit and makes it. Here we go. Greater. I'll just be even tinier <laughs> than I already am. Oh, you poor manlet. Guys, the actual height of Ben Shapiro. Yes, he's now down at. <laughs> oh God, that's that's way too kind to of Ben Shapiro. Come on, he's he's much more Debate me, AOC. God, I don't think he'd have the balls to debate AOC. Actually, I think if she, I think if he declared a debate with AOC, 
and they set the time and everything. I think he chickened I, out just I like think, Ann Coulter did I with think, Kyle Kalinske. I think he has a delusion that because she's so young, he she's going to be like those uh, those college kids that he debates. She's just a dumbass bartender that doesn't know anything that she's talking about. Except, Facts over feelings. So she has a college degree. <laughs> oh yeah, people tend to gloss over that. You know, it's funny. Uh, any other time they'd be bitching about her being a liberal college elitist. You know, hey, Professor Ocasio-Cortez, they'd be saying. But instead, they're shitting all over her for being, uh, having a, been a bartender. Yeah, she's just a slutty, good-looking bartender who I in no way have some like, weird hate-thirst attraction to. <laughs> every conservative I've ever mocked for that, even the ones that called her ugly or horse face or what the fuck ever, I'm like, oh, you'd fuck her if, if given the opportunity. They're like, well, of course I would. No. Well, at least you're honest. Maybe a little too honest. Maybe maybe that's the problem in this country right now, is that right-wingers have gotten uh, perhaps a little bit too honest on us, huh? Look at that. See now the background's in the way of the text. That's that's why I said earlier. Late, yeah. Next episode, I'm going to restyle all this and uh, make sure our, uh, our uh, screen is nice and legible here. But, you know what? I read it good enough. Fuck it. So, it just looks like a pretty dry recitation of the literal things that he's done during yeah. his tenure. Look at, look at this right here. It says something right here. Leaving after switching the Republican Party, Justice initially supported Democrat uh, Joe Manchin. Well, he's, to be fair, and that right there, I mean, to be fair, Joe Manchin is not, is like, is not a Democrat. Let's just get that out of the way. Joe Manchin was not a Democrat. I mean, he was only entitled... I mean, like I said, what, he was a West Virginia Democrat. He's a vote to like keep the Democrats in control, the majority if they get it or whatever, nominally. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, what's he good for? Uh, he blocked the public option uh, for Obamacare back in the day, so he's good for that. Uh, let's see here. So, see, that this is already uh, being, like, uh, flippy-floppy. Set up above, he'd always been a Republican. But now it talks about, see, the way that's phrased, he began his gubernatorial campaign and career as a conservative Democrat. But not only does that, you know, just accept in good faith his argument that he ever really adhered to that party, which is a complete fucking lie, because he... They even said above that he was a Republican before. But when it says began his career, began his gubernatorial campaign and career, it makes it sound like he was always a Democrat, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, look. go ahead and look up that ProPublica or or that local West Virginia um, newspaper's article because the Wikipedia article, yeah. Is this the one right here? Yep, it's got a fucking uh, Shining-esque uh, view of uh, the Greenbrier Mansion. Oh, what a beaut. Oh. All work, no play. Makes Big Jim. 600 rooms filled with luxury conflicts of interest. I don't want a thing from me or my family in any way. All I want is goodness for this incredible state and its incredible people. You know, I'm kind of curious. I want to see what this guy sounds like. I have a video of him here. This is from uh, fucking Bloomberg News. Uh, this is him announcing he's swapping parties, like right after. He oh got yeah, elected. drain the swamp. He's even borrowing. He's, he's even borrowing Trump's. Uh, oh look, make America great again. Hats. Actually, yeah. Is this Trump yeah, this? I bet this must be at a, Trump, at a Trump rally. rally. Yeah, yeah he's. So. I bet he's uh, backing him. Yeah, giving him hey, his endorsement. I tell you, as West Virginians. <laughs> he he literally sounds exactly like I thought he would. Oh, can't help. Oh my God! I can't help you with for you. So tomorrow, I will be changing my registration to Republican. Oh, praise the Lord! At least he's honest about it. Honest about being dishonest. Yeah, you because know, he knew this would gain it, gain popularity. That's the only reason he's doing this. All the Democrats should just make this move. I would tell you, 
It's time to run you. play. I would also tell you this, and pay please close attention to this. My mom oh my god. You can tell that West Virginia has the highest like percentage of British ancestry in the country. Because I've got to admit, listening to him talk, I've got echoes of Boris Johnson's dude speech. <laughs> I say to you, deliver Brexit, unite the country, defeat Labour, but we forgot the E, friends. We forgot the E, dude. Oh, should I find that real quick? Oh, nah, fuck it. Let's, this isn't no, about Boris Johnson. This. this is about Jim Injustice. Jim Justice. I talked to my dead mom. I ain't want them loonies no more. Okay, well that was shit. I like how he spe like specifies. Yeah, my mom is saying it much more, much more. So, what do you say? But my mom is saying it much more specifically, or something, or whatever. Mainly because my dad was probably too busy beating the shit out of me. Oh, I can <laughs> my serve dad didn't you. talk very much. <laughs> I can serve you better as a Republican. Oh my God! Let's not pretend here. You were always a Republican. Yeah. Yeah, you know, basically he is kind of like a banana republic dictator in that way. Everything is just a fucking game that way. There's, you know, if people saw how he lived and ate and acted on an actual daily basis without all this cultural capital shit where he goes out and plays up his accent and, you know, just tells these fucking outlandish lies... You know, at least at least conservatives know how to keep it colorful, though. They're not boring like like lamecrats like Cory Booker or Amy Klobuchar or whatever who just come in and yeah, that's moralize why, that's why you. they have a very solid, excited base. Like because, back in the day, yeah, like because they're not fucking white bread on, or mayonnaise on white bread. Like racism alone wasn't enough to keep the blue team afloat in West Virginia for all those years when it was a solid blue state. And neither was having solid pro-union policies. A big part of it was having, like, you know, colorful-ass, weird motherfuckers like this guy that would come in and, you know, like, whip their dick out in meetings like LBJ and shit. And, you know, people think that's folksy or whatever. So they fucking uh, just, just, vote for it. Just imagine how much more support the Democratic the DNC would get if they had, like, a pro like a more pro gun like less um like less reg less regulation where it matters bernie like if bernie were less less ban happy on assault rifles or guns i mean rifles in general and and also less uh regulation happy on like things like sugar tax and and fucking gas like carbon emissions on individual personal vehicles and whatnot or wanting to tax ammunition which to be fair bernie hasn't introduced because that'd be very because he's very you know pro-class you know and that's some classist <laughs> elizabeth warren shit right there yeah raising prices should not be considered a solution to anything other than to keeping poor people able to access something yeah you're you're inherently saying Low-class people cannot be trusted with this thing, but rich people with lots of money to burn, yeah, let them have at it. Yeah, well, that's and that's why people like people like him succeed is because they they give like they give poor people those like, <coughs> simple pleasures that they want and distract them with that, but in while also you know taxing them more or not even necessarily taxing them more, maybe sometimes taxing them less, mm -hmm. but also, but at the but the same time, taxing the wealthy much much less, or giving them easy tax loopholes in general. Yeah, and uh, because West Virginia, as a state, doesn't have a mission 
st emission regulations for cars and a sugar fucking sugar tax and or it's or states like I bet tobacco's cheap in West Virginia too like in Kentucky and you get people that live in Evansville Indiana that'll drive down to Kentucky to buy cheap fucking tobacco because yep. it, because like Kentucky it's much very similar to West Virginia they're not regulation happy no well, and uh and it gives the illusion, in in the form of short-term gains and uh, and conveniences, that libertarian or laissez-faire uh, economic ideals are somehow on the side of the little guy, because sure you can't afford health care or to go see a doctor or housing or anything that you actually need, but thank God at least you can still get free plastic bags at the grocery store and disposable straws at fucking McDonald's, which is the only place you can afford to eat at and shit like that. It just turns people off. Everyone, thank God like, you're, you don't you know you don't have to go pay out of your own pocket to get your fucking jalopy. You're still driving fixed because of some onerous you know fee or emission standards that you have to bring it up to rating you know standard for or anything like that. You know. And that's the problem with neoliberals is that they, they come up with these bullshit capitalist solutions to things like just add some that, more fines, that add they, some more that, fees, that, make they, them buy insurance. That they know won't actually solve anything because, it, or maybe they don't know, they're just doing what, what whoever paid them, you know, to run is but telling them But if you actually solve the problems, then how are we going to make and, money and off so of it? they're so apprehensive to be associated with the working class. Like, they're so close, so close to, like grabbing these like these left leaning libertarian types like we, they just so close we could fucking grab that whole group well remember it's like we were talking about last episode it's all about personal comfort for these people yeah and so ew they they automatically see some somebody like dressed you know sort of like you but <laughs> le less hipstery-esque you know no no baseball cap but like dressed in like flannel or something and they assume he's a trump voter but in reality he probably that person either doesn't vote or voted for like gary johnson or you know or like i said didn't vote at all support for the, trump co por, uh, correlates positively with income the more you make yeah, the more a lot, a lot of these like trump. coal miner types don't like politicians at all because they've been fucked by them in the past. No, by but they both sure parties. like the guy that's willing to say motherfucker on stage and not virtue signal every fucking hour of the day. Yeah. And their entire uh, philosophy isn't based around making themselves feel better over their white guilt and uh, shit like that, if you know what I'm saying. Like, when it comes to these neoliberals, so much of, like, uh, their entire philosophy just revolves around uh, easing their own guilt. You know, like I said before, doing a little penitence ritual here and there to, uh, you know, make themselves feel whole, uh, you know, after the intrinsic fucking sins, as it were, of capitalism. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I, like, funny enough, they, like, people like him try and, like, come out to be for the working man and against the wealthy, but end up doing the exact opposite. It's only under, tr like, candidates like Trump... Or, or like just late stage capitalist systems that men like this can thrive because he's breaking laws, he's breaking election laws, and he's under investigation for it right now. But it's taking so long because, the, well, for one, the federal government doesn't want to get. I mean, at least whatever federal the federal government that that's under Trump's jurisdiction doesn't want to get involved. The State Department's gonna not gonna get. I think the FBI might finally start getting involved. In this, I think I remember them. It's saying well, that they just indicted a bunch of doctors in West Virginia for oh, yeah. prescribing opioids. When are they going to indict the pharmaceutical companies that fucking push them? Who knows? But you know, yeah. Oh, well, it was it Oklahoma just succeeded in a lawsuit, and there was another state too. And the company, that company, actually declared bankruptcy to get out of paying the money. The very low amount, by the way. They didn't get fined nearly enough for oh, the Oh, these damage. settlements are always comically small. Yeah, but on top of that, that company, uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, that's the company's name, yeah. They they filed bankruptcy recently to try and get out of paying the settlement money, which still is is uh, in limbo on whether or not they're going to be able to get away with. And, wh like, why? Why are they able to? Why is there, why are the laws set up to where they can do that shit? 
and were like a what a lobbyists. A, yeah, well, you know, we I think we all really know why it was a hypothetical, you know, but uh, the same yeah. lobbyists that keep uh, legal tobacco legal. Yeah. But uh, no, in the in the, it goes the it goes to say for the same thing for uh, what was it? Which credit uh, bureau recently um, had a data breach? Was it Experian? Yeah, that, which we are Equifax. both Equifax. Yeah, we, oh, I'm sure Experian's had one too. We just haven't heard about it. But yeah, no Equifax specifically is the one I'm trying to think of. But uh, no, they they recently sent out a. Uh, a, an email to the people trying that that uh, that it was affected by the data breach, saying that they had to prove that they already had a you one of those useless ass credit monitoring systems in order to get the the money, the actual settlement money, instead of their like instead of a free year of their own credit monitoring service, which, like, also doesn't fucking do... Which, again, it doesn't fucking do anything. It would have happened if you had a credit monitoring service. It's not like you having a credit monitoring service would have prevented the data breach. No, that's on just that's told on, you. Yeah, that's on Equifax. That's their security. That's, you know... Yeah, I actually just got my letter from them saying, uh, sorry, we can't give you the cash settlement unless you can prove that you had that, like, the, the official, like... Yeah, that, by, you by can the way, only get the free that, monitoring. That email was not court-mandated. They sent that on their own accord. So the court that demand that ordered them to pay the settlement did not authorize that email. I got a snail mail letter. Yeah, no, I, I got an email sent out by it. And so there's there's currently, uh, it's un, it's uh, under fire for them sending it. So you could we could still get our cash settlements. The, oh, those Weasley wa- fuckers. The whopping, like, $145, maybe, we might see, get that much, depending on, of course, how many people are involved in the settlement. See, that's what happens when you have a system with no mutual accountability that isn't just, you know, the, almighty, the power of the almighty dollar. Yeah. Every single rule and regulation that can be broken and gotten away with will be broken and gotten away with. Well, under any system, but, you know, this is one where you're commoditizing people. Yep. Your uh, money's worth more than uh, than the person, or you're only worth as much to them as they say you are. Yeah, Jim Justice knows a lot about that. Let's look at his uh, thing with the, the Greenbrier here. Let's look at a little history on it. Why not? Yeah, it's hosted a bunch of, like, celebrities in the past and shit, and it, it did have historical value to, like, you know, the fucking state or whatever, but... It, instead of, like... 710 guest rooms. So when I said 600 rooms filled with... Yeah, that was actually an underestimate. <laughs> yeah. They should have... They should have just turned it into a museum or something to where the actual, like, taxpayers can gain t- can gain from it. Like, where people can visit. Yeah, like, why is something like this not public instead property? Of, yeah, instead of, like instead of only benefiting Mr. fucking Justice here. It's more of the folly of, you know, believing that private property is such a virtue that everything should be converted into it. Like, this place is somehow better for having public money leaked to it for Jim Justice's benefit than it would be just being directly preserved with fucking public money. So that everyone could have an ownership stake in it or whatever. could be everyone's to go visit. Yeah, which is how it should have been. Like, if if the private business itself can't support itself, then, yeah, especially, like, there's no reason why it shouldn't have just been public property. So, yeah, you guys can uh, read uh, here all about uh, the history. Of course, I'm sure he would argue, well, I own it, so therefore it is, um, it's state-owned, you know, because I own it. Oh, they put a nuclear bunker under it. Well, for as long as that place has been around, that's not surprising. It's pretty neat. Because, I mean, a lot of high-profile, uh, motherfuckers stay there. It's funny, because I said, uh, Jim Jones earlier, and I think (laughs) Jim Jones might have actually, or not Jim Jones, uh, George Jones... If I did say Jim Jones, I meant to say George Jones, the country you, you artist. Said, you said George. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think George Jones actually did stay there at one point in time. 
I think the fact that you keep saying Jim Jones says a lot about yeah, it says a lot about this guy's Jim personality. I'm mixing shit. George Jones and Jim Justice, <laughs> <laughs> and Jim Jones, and it makes but essentially makes who he is. Yeah, yeah. I can serve you better as a Republican. The Justice Family, headed by Patriarch Jim Justice, the current governor of West Virginia. Yeah, t- 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 2009, he purchased the resort for $20 million. If that tells you how bad it was failing, he was able to pr- purchase that property and the hotel for $20 million, which is a lot, but like, not really when you com- when you consider that the place has its own golf course and a 700 and what 10 room hotel and you know all the other shit that goes on the fountain and the greenery and all that other bullshit oh yeah and there's a casino in it too casino that was specially approved by the voters out of desperation i presume similar to the Local casino where yeah. I live. Oh yeah, I forgot about this part. Right, uh, right there. They had the, he uh, he lobbied to have uh, the PGA tour held there. A significant place in golf history. Oh God, you've said enough right there. Yeah. My elite alarm is ringing. Elite. Yeah, elite. I'm sorry for uh, you know any possible uh, golf <laughs> fans we may have here, but that sport just needs to fucking die. It, yeah, I know quite a few golf fans, actually, and they'd be pissed off to hear me say golf sucks shit, but, uh, you know, it's not your fault, you know? It's I'm, an, I'm ethnically Scottish, so the notion of using a giant club to beat a tiny object into submission over long distances should naturally appeal to me. Well, but, and the Scots did invent, you know golf yeah exactly Mm. that's what i'm getting at but um you know the the problem is all the douchebags associated with it uh first and foremost donald trump you know he pretty much single-handedly symbolizes the type of person that ruins golf for the rest of us and turns it into an artificially expensive fucking elitist speaking of i'm surprised i'm surprised trump hasn't tried to um tried to um, nominate justice for someone in his administration. He may be he may be because he's too happy in the governorship of West Virginia. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if justice uh, if uh, justice saw you know saw the saw um, what's coming and you know actually decided not to get involved because he sees that uh fucking uh, the uh, I forget the fucking phrase i'm trying to think of but yeah he saw what he saw the future and saw, saw that uh the trump administration's probably going down they put it in fallout 76 Which oh, what either, a, what either a, jim justice or the previous governor signed like a special thing like the state of west virginia actually like cooperated with them on that yeah well fallout 76 is based in west virginia but it's it's i couldn't think of uh, a metaphor like even more fitting than the train wreck that Fallout 76 was, because that game was one of the biggest failures of all time. And you know that the state of West Virginia was really riding on that one, too. Like, they um, worked with them to, like, make the game as accurate to reality as possible, like, in terms of the layout of the land and yeah. shit. Which, to be fair, isn't it wasn't West Virginia's fault. That was... Um, Fucking, uh, but was it Beth- Bethesda owns? Yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's Bethesda, that's their fucking... of which uh, Donald Trump's brother is on the board, I believe. Really? <laughs> oh God, I had a hairball there for a second. Got some shit stuck in my throat. Oh, just talking about the Trump family does that to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Robert Trump. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because Bethesda has been in a little shit heap here, especially as of late. I watched a video of Robert Trump, and uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll find one real quick. Just because when you first see and hear him, you're going to say that he looks and sounds nothing like Donald Trump. But about 30 seconds in, and you'll you'll be able to see it. 
and you'll realize that it's sort of like South Park with the House of Cartmans. Um, like... Speaking of, uh, the new episode, new season of South Park's done recently, you guys could, should, uh, should check it out. Yeah, a little it's free, a little, little plug little for South Park in there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on the left bitch about South Park saying that it's reactionary, but, uh, <clears throat> I'd say they're, they're, they're spot on at least as often as they're completely wrong. Yeah, which they If you're got, gonna fucking write something off because it's only spot on half the time and then the other half is shit you don't like or disagree with, fuck you know, fuck off, grow up. Yeah, it plus it's it's a it's a comedy cartoon. If if you literally with disagree com- with anyone one hundred percent of the time, that means that you're still basing all your opinions off of them. You're you know, just off opposing of, off them. Off of what you disagree with them, yeah. Okay, headphones on. I never remember which one's left, which one's right. It doesn't really matter. It does to me. Doing with the Trump legacy. How does the family feel? He's doing great. I think he's doing great. Is he slamming it? He's doing a great job for this country. How has your brother succeeded when there's so many um, minorities, you know, others, and also women, you know, that feel like he's attacking them? Yeah, he's not attacking anybody. He's not attacking anybody. He's trying to create jobs for the country, jobs for all the people. He's helping minorities, he's helping women, he's helping Americans. Sure We're he all is, Americans. Sure he is. And he's doing, I think he's doing a great job. Tough, there's a real establishment. Why are they asking He probably doesn't know tough, anything tough about what he's doing. He doesn't fucking care. But like, he's doing a great job. Uh, what do you think he doesn't, he probably doesn't fucking care at all about yeah, what his brother's doing. Like, you think how dis- dismissive he's being? Why are they asking him this? It's, well, it's T- I know why, because it's fucking trashy ass TMZ. Agenda. Who fucking cares what Robert Trump's opinion of Donald Trump is? Uh. Who gives a shit? Fuck Bruce Springsteen. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have fucked Bruce Springsteen, but we're not here to talk about Bruce Springsteen or get two copyright strikes from TMZ over our fair use of their fucking harassment of celebrities. Yeah, what about, like... What do you have to say with uh, Donald Trump and the fact that there are, like, minorities? <laughs> I'm like, what? Can you imagine <laughs> getting off a plane and, like, you already, like, have to deal with your brother's bullshit all the time just because he's, like, the president of the United States and it's already invading I, I mean, to be, ev- to every be fair, aspect of everyone's life constantly? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, fuck Robert Trump. Like, I yeah. don't... I mean, when it comes to putting him in misery, like, but at the same time, he's such a, like I was saying, he's, it's such a dumb person. I mean, he's a bougie, so fuck him overall. Yeah, but he's such a dumb person to go to on that, and they're just like, we got Donald Trump's brother, and he's not really saying anything. Like, yeah, I'm surprised they don't fucking go after Roger Clinton or some shit. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that would be attacking the Clintons, and that means you're racist and sexist. I don't know, I feel like attacking Roger Clinton is pretty fair game because, uh... I don't really know much about Roger Clinton, so... I don't know. Is it like, uh, Jimmy... Is that like the whole, uh, Jimmy Carter... Billy Carter? Billy, Ca- Billy Carter diamond dynamic, fa- the fail son brother, like... Yeah, it's, it's a very similar thing. Uh, Roger Clinton is Bill Clinton's half-brother. I think they have different dads. Yeah. Well, that would be why they're half-brothers. But uh, they look the same, so they both must look like their mom. And uh, basically, he was just a drunken retard and just caused endless headaches for his brother, just like Billy Carter. Gotcha. Billy Carter, yeah. Billy well, Carter even at least had his Billy own beer. Carter, yeah, at least Billy Carter started his own beer. <laughs> he didn't start it, but he, he, you know, was offered it or whatever, like... Yeah. I assume some company came to him and was like, Hey, Billy, let's make Billy beer with your name. And he was like, okay. And then they did it. I think my dad probably still has an old can of Billy beer somewhere. Oh, man. Uh, open not, it up and try it. God, I would never open that. You know how much you could probably sell that to? to some fucking nerdy collection. Oh, I bet you could get like $100 for it or something. Yeah, maybe more than that. I'm betting Billy Beer, even unopened, is probably 
less rare than we're giving it credit for. Like, uh, God, uh, I don't know how much L.A. Beast, the YouTuber competitive oh, we're, eater. we're we getting into Crystal Pepsi now? Yeah, I don't know how much he paid for that bottle of Crystal Pepsi he drank that was 30 years old at the time or whatever. But, uh, as pretty of a penny as it must have been, I doubt it was, uh, more than three figures. Yeah. Tops. I was just saying more than a hundred, though, not, like, breaking into four figures or anything. Oh, yeah, I guess that would have to be more than a thousand if you want to be, be technical about it. Yeah. You might be able to get, like, three hundred something out of it, maybe. If you find the right political nerd. Speaking of, uh... Or just someone who likes collecting that stuff in general. Speaking of high-figured sums, uh, let's go back to this here. So, Big Jim, God, that is that is like a fucking like Dukes of Hazard villain fucking name. Big Jim. Um, Big Jim just <laughs> after the good old boys. Oh my God, how are them Duke boys gonna get away from this one? Dude, I actually just uh, came across a Dukes of Hazard lunchbox. I should have kept it up here just so we could make that joke. If only I'd known ahead of time. Yeah. Oh well. But yep. Yeah, uh, let's see. So essentially, the gist of this ProPublica article that you have read and I have not is oh that they're 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 investigating investigating him for like corruption charges, like using state funds to to enrich himself. What Trump. You know, what should be, you know, one of the many things that the Trump impeachment proceedings are over as well. Emoluments, in other words. Yeah. So, let's see. We got the green, the green screen glitching out behind you. Yeah. The fuzz are on to you, Todd. Yep. I think it just adds to the charm of our little homebrew mm -hmm. broadcast here. Isn't that great? It just occurred to me that broadcast and podcast rhyme, and that's why they called them that. I guess the word podcast is Whoa. slightly, slightly <laughs> less stupid to me now. I always thought it was a stupid word. It's some good legal, legal tobacco thinking right there, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> An epiphany on, illegal, on legal tobacco. I, uh, I like to think that uh, I get inspired pretty easily. Party goers paid... 75 each for tickets. Picked up by industry leaders. Yeah, state house lobbyists, of course, all the good people. He made over contributing a million dollars. Thousands of dollars, each, each contributing thousands of dollars to the governor's inaugural committee fund. How convenient, none of which is, of course, going back to taxpayers. Is that Jessica fucking Simpson? Where? Oh, you know what? It might be. Let's look. Let's scroll down and look. Yep, Jessica Simpson, Jack Nicholas, the famous one of the most famous golfers of all time. Shaquille O'Neal. Brooke fucking Shields. Jesus Christ. She was great in Kill Bill. No, it wasn't her. It was Daryl Hannah. I always yeah. get them confused. N none what of, what awesome thing was Brooke was Brooke Shields in? Who I I don't I don't know. She was like an '80s actress or, or early '90s or whatever. I thought she played some kick-ass femme fatale or whatever like villain. What Brooke Shields? Is she the one in the black dress right there? Uh yeah. I can't remember. One with know. the thick black eyebrows. I'm not good with names. I just recognize faces. She looks like kind of like the chick that was in that uh, shitty. Uh, TV, uh, Superman TV series with Dean Kane, But I could be wrong. Oh, no. No, never mind. That's not her. That's, so that angle made her look weird. She was in Blue Lagoon. Which is that weird, like, Adam and Eve, like, sexual movie that was made in, like, I was gonna say early 80s. Literally made in 1980. Yeah, I think I might have just been thinking of Daryl Hannah. Yeah, I knew she was like, she was like a 80s star. So let's see her filmography. Is she, why was she even there? Like, this is random celebrities. 
It's he's like it's like Trump. He just he just he got whatever like celebrities he could to like show up to this thing. He literally he really is like a much more a much more suave, smoother Trump, like smarter Trump. Hannah Montana. I just noticed Hannah Montana then appear was uh, go Wanda Nevada <laughs> in no way related no complete coincidence I do believe Hannah Montana and Wanda Nevada <laughs> so he had the Wanda Nevada there at the uh at the opening ceremony, or whatever the fuck it was. What ceremony does it say it was? Opening of... Oh, the casino. Yeah. It's it just... that None of these celebrities know knew anything about him. They, they didn't know anything about politics. They were just paid to be there. It's just so fucking stupid. At least he has he has more he has more pull than uh, Trump does. But to be fair, Trump's had more press, too. I bet if he... Uh, had as much uh, press on him, you know, focusing on the negative things that he's done. Well, Trump just... Uh, he al- but he also doesn't have as big a mouth as Trump does. Like, Trump said, as I said, a lot more misogynistic, which, like, it's so stupid, which means more to people, like, the nasty things he said means more to people, especially neolibs, than the actual things he's done to harm people. Well, Trump also layers it on so thick, and just so much of it, yeah. That it's hard to keep track that's, of all his bullshit. Yeah, and that's why I think he's much more dangerous. Like, I could definitely see him running for president one day. Like, he maybe even after, like, ch- maybe challenging whoever wins this election, if it's Trump, or if Trump wins, he may be, you know, the next successor after he served his, you know, governorship, or maybe, you know, withdraws early like Pence did. I think he's more dangerous because he might become... A senator or something, and if he got in the Senate, like if he managed to beat Joe Manchin for the Senate, which I could definitely see him doing, then uh, he would probably have a seat for life. Yeah, if 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 the DNC doesn't get their heads out of their ass and fucking really pull for the workers, that'll happen. Like, uh, I'll at least give Joe Manchin credit for being popular. You know what I mean? Like he he at least carries his weight in the that state like in yeah. west virginia people love the shit out of him and he actually fits in well and wins elections most importantly but you know that state's getting redder and redder all the time the more the neolibs try and virtue signal yeah Luck- luckily we have states like florida and texas which mean much more you know votes wise that are starting to turn more blue and blue as well that is true. But will there be enough pissed off Puerto Ricans in Florida as of 2020? Or prisoners who can, ex prisoners that can. I don't know. The Republicans seem to have done a good job of putting the kibosh on that one, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah? How's that? I believe they passed a law uh, saying that you can only get your voting rights back after you pay all court costs because they were able to technically make that fit with the. Uh, the referendum that the people passed or whatever. I gotcha. Yeah, it's some shit. Some classist garbage, of course. Yeah, once again, a way to make money the uh, indicator of, you know, what what rights you get and don't get. If you can afford your rights, you get them. And see, something like that won't be tackled under an Elizabeth Warren administration. only, Only under Bernie would he tackle something like that. She Elizabeth Warren wouldn't even make it so that the fines were proportional to your income. Yeah. That's, she has talked about the wealth tax, but that's just, you know... That's that's why we need Bernie, people. That's why we need him. Yeah, exactly. Like, honestly, like this is probably one of, if not the most, maybe second most under the election of FDR, but if not, like, one of the most important elections of, like... Of in, in especially recent history, but maybe a history in general, because like if Bernie doesn't get elected, who like who else who else is gonna run the, the next election? Like the, there are no well known like maybe AOC, 
this might literally be the only opportunity we get within our lifetimes to actually elect a leftist. Yeah. Or anything approaching one. Like, will AOC even be old enough to run the next election? You have to yes. be 35, right? She's yeah, 29 she, yeah, or she's, 30, so she'll be old enough just in time, actually. Yeah. Like, but, literally a couple but of weeks. Even, even the like even her, I'm starting to have second thoughts about, because she's so hesitant to endorse Bernie right now. She may end up turning into, like, a Warren Democrat type. Yes, and as much as I liked her going on Twitter and uh, being a slay queen she, for the first few months, it's starting to get to a point where it's like, you know... Yeah. Maybe elected officials, none of them should be on Twitter this much. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think I I'm think on Twitter there's less than they are. there's still time for there's still time for her to like really develop into who she actually is. But which <laughs> could go both. Yeah, ways. which could go both. That's the thing. Like I'm, we're it's the uncertainty is too much. Like we that we we will not. I don't think we'll get another social democrat or democratic socialist no within not the next election time. unless like her or like Ilhan Omar or or Ayanna uh, Presley I think Ayanna Presley might turn out or Rashida Tlaib one of the, one of the justice democrats I think honestly in my opinion Rashida Tlaib is probably the most like working class prom like prominent ones but she doesn't have like the star power that uh, AOC has. Check out that choice quote I highlighted. What? It's wrong," said Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat in support of Justice 2016. Oh yeah, this is him splitting after he found out the. Yeah. Yeah. The the. Uh, I remember quote, reading for those this. Those who are just listening. Yeah, they they ha they they went separate ways after this. But Which not they not have until done after he'd already uh fucking donated yeah convenient the equivalent of the personal maximum to the guy, and attended his corrupt fucking ball that he's yeah. gonna criticize. He's got to make that public. You know he's got to cover his uh, Democrat you know, um, reputation by coming out against him on paper. But you know still, not maybe not not uh, endorsing him, but not fighting him either. You're going to find something that doesn't look right or whatever. And I can just hear it in but his voice But I promise you, to God above. God above. You're never going to find anything that Jim Justice has purposely done to benefit Jim Justice. Yeah, that that inauguration, par inauguration party was all an accident. They just, you know, they were bar hopping, you know, drunk at the governor's mansion or wherever it was held and just kind of happened to stumble, right, you know, stumble upon the the Briar Mansion. Oh, my God. Why, why, why do we allow people's personal fantasies to become public policy in this country and call it aspiration? Everyone wants that, you know, nice inspirational story, man. We don't, we don't want to free ourselves from exploitation too you know, soon lest we free everyone the, else some of the guests to add to historical value fucking billy graham god fuck billy graham bing, bing crosby, crosby babe ruth well, you know bing crosby smoked a lot of uh certain uh plant-based substance back in the 40s back when it was considered very very uh improper and uh freshly illegal to do that you know that wasn't uh, that wasn't all legal tobacco he was smoking from his pipe. If you get what I'm saying, wasn't it? It was. It still wasn't a crime. It was just a misdemeanor, though, in the 40s, wasn't it? Oh no, that was they probably when it was the most illegal, actually. When, well, I thought it was like a misdemeanor in the 60s or whatever. The, well, by then, well, I don't know. It depends. Like there were people that were spending 10 years in prison back then for a single joint. Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was because I remember they. It was. It was still. Legal it was legal at some point in U.S. history, and it was definitely within the 1900s. And it would. And it wouldn't really make sense if it was, like. In the 40s, it was illegal, but then in the 60s, it was like a misdemeanor. There was a time in which it wasn't a crime before, obviously, like the the 70s and 80s. 
Well, it first got banned back in 37, at least federally. Some states had already legalized it, but... It didn't get banned federally till the late 30s. Yeah. They passed a stamp act. I guess it was in 1970 that they passed the modern law against it, though. Yeah. Well, I think on that note, though... Yeah, we've been a little all to... over the place in this episode, but uh, we're running short on time. Uh, it's been fun. I'm sure we'll look further into Jim Justice as time goes on because oh, yeah. he's sure yet another we'll, exemplar. We'll hear more of, about uh, this uh, cult Republican of corruption. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, always fun to talk about wannabe dictator, little dictators in uh, in U.S. territory and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, I don't know when the next gubernatorial election is in West Virginia, but. Uh, Hopefully, whenever that comes about, we're able to get that piece of shit out of office. I mean, I don't know who we is, because it's not like I live in West Virginia or anything, but uh, just we the people, I guess. Collectively, on who we vote for, for president, and our, you know, congressmen and senators, you know. Voting's coming up in a lot of, voting season's coming up in a lot of states here soon, so. Of course, November's coming up as well. Yeah, reform will never fix the world, but, you know, it can't hurt either, and at the same time, there is a reason the Republicans want to make it so damn hard for you to vote. No. And on that note, we wish you all a good evening. <laughs>